Welcome to the As the Leader Grows podcast. I am your host, Ken Jocelyn. I truly believe that everyone has something incredible to offer this world, but we too often get in our own way. We let the noise of this world crush our confidence and rob us of our focus. We let people and circumstances influence how we lead ourselves and how we lead others. The good news, you're not alone, and the change you desire is not out of reach. It's just on the other side of your decision to grow. A decision to grow into the leader that you're meant to be. If you're ready to build the confidence, gain the clarity, and create the community you deserve, you have landed in the right spot, and now is your time to grow. Hey guys, welcome to the As the Leader Grows podcast. I am your host, Ken Jocelyn. Super excited. Uh, to be able to come to you today. I just got back from an amazing, amazing trip to Atlanta for the Aspire Conference. Got to see my good friends, Tim Story, Jeff Finster. I mean, literally tons of my friends speaking at this conference this week. It was a great time. Also got to meet some really new, cool people, man. Chris Lee, uh, David Shands, um, Neo, um, just some pretty amazing human beings that I got to connect with. And I'll be honest with you, one of the main reasons I go, and I say this every year at Create, listen, your investment, whatever it costs you to go to an event, um, from the ticket to the travel to your time, everything, like you're going to hear great information in the majority of these places you go from the stage, but really your investment is paid off by the people that you connect with and the people that you meet. But one thing that I kept hearing over and over and over and over and over, probably, I don't know, a dozen plus times from new people that I would meet was, Ken, I love your energy. Dude, your energy is insane. Like, where do you get that much energy? So this being a faith-based podcast, faith-based entrepreneur conference, mastermind, everything that we do. I spent, for those of you guys that this isn't your first time on our podcast, know that I spent 15 years, almost 15 years in full-time vocational ministry, pastoring churches, planting churches um, around the Atlanta area, and then speaking across the country. There's a scripture. Um, there's a verse that I want to share with you that a really good friend of mine who was on staff with me, his name was Robin, shared this with me. Again, same reason. He's like, dude, your energy is infectious. And this verse of scripture is in 2 Corinthians 9, 2. Um, but halfway through the New Testament, it's one of the letters that Paul wrote to the New Testament church, the church at Corinth. And basically part of the, the verse says this, that your, he says, I know how your zeal has stirred up the majority. Your zeal, Paul said, and you don't, you, you don't really hear the word zeal or zealot. You don't really hear that word. Now it's your energy, your excitement, you know, your personality, who you are. You hear that more than you do anything else, but your zeal, Paul wrote, stirred up the majority. Here's what the definition of zeal is. It's a great energy or enthusiasm in pursuit of a cause or an objective. A great energy or enthusiasm in pursuit of a cause or an objective. I wanted to, I just want to ask you a question real quick. And, and we do this a lot on the podcast I, because this is how I do with myself. And I shared last week on uh, a 
quote that I heard from Eli Gold after Alabama, it was the week after Alabama was playing Auburn. They were fourth in goal from the 31. You know, they're, they're losing the game. There's no way in the world they're winning. They had, I would think it was a 99.6% chance that Auburn was going to win that game. Last play of the game, Alabama throws a pass in the left-hand corner of the end zone. Touchdown. They win. Obviously, they're in the final four now. We know that. Um, crazy, crazy, crazy game. The, it's one of the craziest endings of a game I've seen in, I guess, 40-some-odd years I've been watching college football. It was absolutely insane. And I saw the next week, and I shared this on last week's podcast, so if you missed it, go check it out. Eli Gold said this, I've seen enough of this team to never count them out. And, and in that he knew who that person was. So as soon as I heard him say that, that quote, I've seen enough of this team to never count them out. I really felt like God said, Ken, can your friends say that about you? Can your friends say, I know enough. I've seen enough of Ken Jocelyn to know that I can never count him out. And I posed that question on a podcast last week. I actually posed that to our GSD community, our online community, that I, that I coach every Monday morning and every Wednesday night. And listen, if you don't have a community, if you don't have a community, a circle and a corner, those three spheres of relationships, I want to encourage you. Run over to growstatdrive.com forward slash community. Check it out. It's, for me, the top number one faith-based entrepreneur coaching, online coaching group in America. But that was one of those, that was one of those things where God asked, I really felt like God said, Ken, can your friends say that about you? So I love posing questions for you to ask yourself on this podcast. So I'm going to ask you this. Does your zeal, does your enthusiasm, does your energy stir up the people around you? The goals, the things that you're going after. The, the, the passion projects, let's just say our core five in your faith, health, relationships, business, or finances, or do you have an enthusiasm and an energy that you literally go after becoming the best version of yourself in such a way that it affects the people that are around you? It affects your family. It affects your spouse. It affects your relationship with your partner. It affects the people who work on your team at your job. Whether or not you may be the senior leader or whether or not you may just, you may work on a team somewhere in a W2 spot. Doesn't really matter. Does your zeal, your enthusiasm, your passion, your energy for your cause, your vision, the thing that God's put in front of you, does your zeal Stir up the majority. Tony, I want you to ask that question. Does your zeal stir up the majority? Does your energy and enthusiasm, does it cause people? Is it an igniter? Is it the catalyst for people around you to go, man, I need more energy? For those of you watching the video here on this podcast, in my planner that I created, you guys have seen this. I, I, there's a quote I printed on the bottom of our planner. It's literally every day you see this. Get in rooms with people who think bigger than you do. Like when you get in rooms like I was last week at Aspire. I mean, some, some amazing Kevin Hart, um, Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank. I think it's Barbara Corcoran. The other lady from Shark Tank was there. 
um, T-Pain, um, Rick Ross. I mean, they had an unbelievable lineup of entrepreneurs. Andrew Cordell. I mean, all these guys that pulled this thing off. My good friend, Tim Story, Jeff Finster. Amazing, amazing, amazing human beings. Even in that atmosphere, I still get asked the question. Dude, your energy is crazy. Where do you get the energy that you have? Ken, I love your energy. I just want you to kind of process through that question real quick. Does my energy or my enthusiasm in pursuit of what God's put in my heart, does it, does it affect other people around me? So I've, I've mentioned this in the past and I love this. I had a guy come in when I was pastoring and he said, uh, he would just share and he goes, he goes, Ken, I want to be a pastor one day. And so when he said that, I went, okay, how can I, how can I gently point him in the right direction? And I asked him this question. I said, uh, I'll just use the first name Frank because his name wasn't Frank. I said, Frank, when you walk into a room, do people gravitate towards you or away from you? And I'll never forget sitting in my office that day. He dropped his head because he knew people didn't gravitate towards him. They gravitated away from him. Why? Because he was literally the opposite of energy and enthusiasm. He was negative. He was always down. Something was always heavy. You could tell. You could see it in his countenance. You could see it in his face. There was no joy. It was a complete opposite. Yet he's in my office saying, man, I want to pastor a church. When I asked him that question, it was, it was God's way, because God gave me that question to ask him. It was God's way of, of really revealing to him, man, if I want to do this, which he can, I've got some work to do. So Paul said, he wrote to the church of Corinthians, he goes, man, I am fully aware that your zeal has stirred up the majority. Does your life, does your passion, does your energy stir up those around you? I remember one time, whew, I've never shared this story publicly. I was pastoring a church and we had prayer meetings every Saturday morning, just like we do at Church of the Highlands, where I've been connected with now since about 2007, 2008. We had prayer meeting, prayer time every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. And I would always do um, my board meetings before that. And I had two of my board members at the time who said, hey, can we connect after our board meeting for a couple minutes to talk to you? I said, sure, man, that'd be great. So we ended the board meeting about 15 minutes early. So we had some time to connect and three or four, I think I had five guys on my board at that time. It has to be an odd number. So you can have a quorum for all of you guys that know about boards. And um, I'll never forget three of the guys left and I'm sitting left with two of my board members who were pretty good friends of mine at the time. And this is what they said. They said, Ken, we're concerned. <laughs> I was like, well, what are you concerned about? They said, you use the words amazing and phenomenal too much. You use the words amazing and phenomenal too much. I'll never forget my response. I'm not sure it was the greatest response ever. I'm not sure it was not the most gentle or the most graceful response ever. Um, number one, I knew at that moment they did not need to be on the board at our church. But I looked at them both and I said, would you rather me be negative like you guys are? Would you rather me have a negative attitude or when a problem arises to look at it from 
the glass is half empty or the glass is half full. I'll never forget the, the look on their face. I was, I was a little shocked because I had no idea that's what we're going to talk about. Can you use the words amazing and phenomenal too much? Listen, I, let me ask you this question. Would anybody ever say that to you? That you are too positive? That you have too much energy? That you have too much enthusiasm? Listen, if there's something I know about the world that we live in today, it's that we need people with great energy and great enthusiasm. We need people who literally live their lives to be encouragers. Again, the word encourager, and I've said this, or encouragement, a gazillion times the word encouragement means to add courage to. It it literally means borrow some of my courage. Borrow some of my belief in you and in what God's called you to do. If you don't have enough courage or belief in yourself right now, borrow some of mine until you can get enough momentum, enough consistency to be able to operate and live off of your own encouragement or off of your own enthusiasm. Never forget it. I'll never forget it. I remember I picked the phone up immediately after our prayer meeting that day and I called my good friend, Sean Lovejoy. And I said, dude, you're never going to believe what these guys just told me. And he said, I'll never forget his, I'll never forget his response. He goes like, you realize they're going to have to go, right? And I'm like, oh, oh, no, I completely realize that. But can you use the words amazing and phenomenal too much? Can I say to you real quick, if you live an authentic life and you're an authentic human being, There's no way you can ever use the words amazing or phenomenal too much. You can't tell enough people how amazing they are. You can't tell enough people how phenomenal they are. You can't find enough things right in a human being's life or in your own life for that, for those words to come out of your mouth too many times. Because we live in a world right now, when you turn the news on, negativity. When you have a conversation with mom and them, negativity. When you, when you walk into a store or a restaurant for the majority of the, the majority of the times, what do you hear? You don't hear positive conversations. You hear what? Negativity. It's why I do events like I did this week in Atlanta at Aspire. Completely forgot about the event. My good friend, Sean Kelly, who has one of the top podcasts in America right now, literally, I think he's in the top 10 podcasts in America when it comes to business. He's in Vegas. He texted me on Monday. He goes, hey, I'm going to be in Atlanta tomorrow. And I was like, oh, crap. Completely forgot about this event. Completely forgot that, that my friend Tim Story and Jeff Finster, I completely forgot they were going to be there. So I'm like, oh, crap. I had to adjust my schedule. I'm going to be there. Let me do what I got to do. And wound up spending two days. And, and not, only with, not only with really good friends, but really making and connecting with some other amazing people. So a couple questions. Does your energy and enthusiasm in pursuit of what God's put on the inside of you, does it cause people in your community circle or corner? Does it cause them to get excited about what God's put in their life? Does it get them excited about the possibilities? Does it get them excited about waking up every day and being able to paint a picture on a blank canvas? I'm telling you guys, even this week, this past week, I had two of our I had two of our guys in our community lead my community call because Wednesday I literally was tied up meeting with some of these people and I, I didn't want to cancel our call and I, I text them and I said, Hey guys, would y'all be willing to, to take over tonight's call? And they're like, sure. 
Well, the reason I picked them is because they're killing it in life right now. One of them, we started a 21-day, actually both of them, we started a 21-day Extraordinary Habits Challenge back in the beginning of August, I believe. Uh, yeah, August, September, October. Yeah, or maybe in the beginning of September. When we did the 21 days ended, one of them didn't stop at all. He's on day 90-something right now. He had set a goal for January, the end of January, to lose X amount of pounds and get in shape. I think he lost 30-some-odd pounds. To get in shape by the end of January, he did it in 90 days because he didn't, stri- he didn't stop the Extraordinary Habits Challenge. Goals, gratitude, affirmations, top three every day. Every calorie he put in his body for the last 90 days, he's, he's accounted for. It's funny because he even shared on our Monday morning call this past week that they were in Florida for a couple of weeks on vacation. And even as he was on vacation, he ate a little too much. He goes, I went to the gym that night to get on the treadmill to burn the calories that I needed to burn in order to be exactly where I needed to be. So I asked those guys to, to lead my call. Why? Because their energy and enthusiasm stirs everybody up in our community. One of the guys, no one in here, he's a sales, uh, heavy equipment sales and rental guy. No one in their company had ever done $100,000 in sales in a month, ever. Not only did he do it in June and July, but in August, he hit $150,000 in sales and for rentals and for heavy equipment. It was, he had set a record and then shattered the record two months later. So when I have somebody in my community that I want to fill in for me, who do I want to fill in? Somebody who has the same type of enthusiasm and energy that I do. So here's a couple. Let me ask you this question. Do you have people in your community circle corner that have that kind of energy and enthusiasm? Do you have relationships and friendships with people that have the same matching energy and enthusiasm that you have? Well, that's probably not even a question of do you, but you will. So who's in your life? This is such a great question. Who's in your life right now that you would swap places with? (laughs) Who's in your life right now that you go, man, I love what they're doing. And they may be further along and further ahead down the road than you are. I'm literally on my text thread this morning with with guys like Gary Brecka and Randy Garn and Brent Gove and Brian Covey and Vic Keller. I mean, those guys are all killing it. And I look at their lives and I'm like, yeah, dude, I'd, I'd, I'd probably swap with any of them. Like they're, they're absolutely crushing life in all five areas, faith, health, relationship, business, and finances. Do they have tough times? Of course they do. But you've, you have got to be able to, and you will, when, you ha- when your energy and enthusiasm is at such a level, when your zeal starts to stir up the people that are around you, that you're associated with, the people that work with you, the relationships, friendships, your people in your home, when it starts causing them to want to become the best version of themselves, you'll start attracting great people in your life. It's really not rocket science. It's really not. God, I'll never forget that day. Can you use the words phenomenal and amazing too much? If you've got people in your life that will tell you that you use those words too much, can I just be very gracious to you right now? They do not need to be in your life. And there's a right way to leave the wrong relationships. You just start creating distance. And, you, and, and if they ask, hey, I haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks or haven't seen you in two or three weeks. Yeah, listen, man, I'm just really going in a different direction right now. 
And here's some things that are part of my life. And if you want to go in this direction, I'd love for you to go in this direction with me. But otherwise, this is the direction that I have to go. And this is what I know that God's called me to do. So the question, and I'm going to close with this is, does your energy and your enthusiasm, as you pursue what God's put on the inside of you, does your energy and enthusiasm, does it trigger other people? to want to become the best version of themselves. Well, guys, listen, thank you for joining us again on another episode of As the Leader Grows. Um, I will tell you this. We have moved the dates for Create Conference. It's going to be March the 14th, 15th, and 16th in Atlanta. Just literally got through texting John Maxwell's office, my good friend Chad. John will be joining us again on Friday morning. Two sessions because he kind of, poked at me and made fun of me last year because he was wanting to know why he only had 45 minutes. So John will be doing two sessions that morning. It's going to be an amazing time. Create Conference, John Maxwell, my good friends, Gary Brecka, Erwin McManus will be there with us, Vic Keller, Randy Garn, myself, um, Marie Cosgrove will be there with us. We've got an unbelievable lineup coming in this year to be a part of Create Conference. You can go to grossstatdrive.com forward slash create Atlanta. And check that out. Go ahead and get your tickets. They're early bird right now. They're they're 25% off. Don't miss that. Don't miss it. Listen, also, if this podcast has blessed you, I'm going to ask you to do a couple things for me. Number one, I'm going to ask you to go in and subscribe. Like, trust that subscribe button on your phone. Snap a screenshot. Share it on Instagram. I'll share um, I'll share that with my community as well. Um, give you a little love on my Facebook. And then the last thing, if you would, Click on over there and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us. Uh, as you do that, opens the algorithm up. They share your podcast. You know the whole nine yards. It, you know how, to, how it goes on all the different social media platforms. But guys, I can't wait. Um, I can't wait for Create. Super excited about what, what that's going to look like this year. I've got some huge, huge, huge announcements coming up on um, some of the some of the or the band that's going to be um, that's going to be leading some songs and, and leading. I see we'll do a couple worship sets this year. So super excited about that. It's big time. It's a big time, big time. March third, March March the fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth. Um, three months from now. Do not miss it. Grossstatdrive.com forward slash create Atlanta. And as always, listen. If you don't have a community, if you're an entrepreneur, I don't care what level you're at. Start up to. We've got a guy in our group doing almost $100 million a year in sales, all the way in between, several dozen. Growstatdrive.com forward slash community. Growstatdrive.com forward slash community. Check it out. If you've got any questions, DM me on Instagram at Ken Johnson. I'm the only one that touches my account, and I'd love to have a conversation with you. Appreciate you. We'll see you next week on As the Leader Grows. Thanks for tuning in to the As the Leader Grows podcast. My heart is always to add value to others on their journey to becoming the best version of themselves. If this episode did that for you, please subscribe, like, and share. Also, as a thank you for listening, please visit book.growstackdrive.com to get a free digital copy of my Amazon best-selling book, As the Leader Grows. Tune back in often and continue your journey of growth, whether it is here or elsewhere. The best investment you can make as a leader is in yourself.